Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 8 of Secrets of Shadowloo. Today's going to be a short one, it's going to be a light one. Yesterday, I had some real serious advice for street fighters who are tangling or trying not to tangle with Shadowloo. Survival shit. How to avoid revenants, how to hide their bodies, how to gather up their sunglasses and get yourself off the hook for throat punching and skeletonizing a bunch of trench coat wearing assholes. But not every secret of Shadowloo is so grim. Some of the secrets of Shadowloo are just uh, just little bits of trivia, just little bits of personality to get to know the organization better, get to know the people better. And hey, you know what? It's a global terror slash crime slash dictatorship organization, but we like to have fun here. And today it's one of those days. We have another full page illustration. It precedes the beginning of Into the Heart of Darkness, which is chapter two. It has all kinds of great info about Shadowloo and how it operates. It's about to get real meaty here on the podcast. But for today, it's just a full page illustration of M. Bison. He's standing over some kind of like cracked, what looks like stone tile. It's like there's an eruption from the floor underneath him. Honestly, the floor is kind of like shooting up in fragments directly at his legs and butt. But we already did a lot of crotch talk a few days ago on the podcast. I've got a certain quota here. Part of my instinct for podcasting is on any given day, I kind of got to feel out the audience. Like how recently have I done a real intense crotch focus episode. Do they have the patience for it again yet? I think not. Not today. So let's not talk about the fact that Bison has got the floor shooting directly up his butt beneath him. Let's talk about Bison's look. Uh, He's dressed in the standard outfit that you know from the video game. His red military style outfit, complete with the hat. In today's image, the brim is over his eyes, so we can't really see his expression very much. But we can see that he is stretching out a glowing blue hand at the viewer. It's kind of like a three quarters overhead shot. So he's like sticking his hand up like he's really exerting a lot of uh, chi energy, a psychokinetic force up at us. Maybe that's what's happening to the floor underneath. He's fully focused on directing this energy at us. Perhaps that's why he's uh, tearing up the floor heedless of the welfare of his own butt. That's how into this battle he is, driven by pure malice. But I don't think this is a real hard scrabble situation. Uh, Bison, although he's exerting a lot of energy, does not seem to be overly strained. I think he's fully confident. I think he's fully in control. This is more of an exhibition of his power. And the reason I think that is that Bison is wearing a dress cape. I've never seen this cape on Bison before. Superficially, it looks like the regular one. It's purple, goes with the red outfit. I'm not questioning Bison's color matching ability. The red and purple here, it's a classic. But the cape is kind of billowing with psychokinetic force. And first of all, there's a neat little kind of metal tassel on the corner of the cape. But more importantly, we can see the interior of the cape. We can see the lining. And the lining has this like yellow and black pattern inside that I've never seen in Bison's cloak before. For the second time in as many weeks, I invite you to please Google image search in Bison. If you look at M. Bison's capes, uh, you're going to see him without a cape. You're going to see him with solid purple. You're going to see him with solid black. Uh, if Google has the same opinion of you as it does of me, you may see uh, quite a sexy Cami M. Bison cosplay by someone called Viv Sai, uh, which I did bookmark for later. What you won't find is a Bison cape with this fancy pants pattern interior, just as we did with the cover where we saw Bison in a very unusual candid moment looking impassive 
looking tired, looking maybe a little bit empty. Here we see Bison doing something for Bison, a little something special. It's like when you wear your fancy underwear, you know, just for you, just so that you know about it. Bison here, I think this is like a home run situation for him. This is not a fight he's worried about losing. It's either just a straight up exhibition of his power, or he's in a fight with a total pushover of some kind. And he decided the cape I'm wearing today is in no peril. This is about having fun, stretching my muscles a little bit. You know, I'm a dictator. Let me go do some dictating. Just kind of take the old tyranny out for a spin today. And so he wore his nice, fancy special cape with the detail work. You'll know if you're familiar with Street Fighter 2, the video game, that when you go to fight Bison, sometimes he'll whip his cape off and throw it aside before he fights you. You're not whipping aside a cape like this to the ground in an arena when there's fireballs and shit. No way. So you can understand why there aren't a lot of images of Bison in this cape. I think he made it or bought it as a gift to himself and then found, you know what, this is too nice for me to wear. That's a predicament we can all relate to, whether we're dictators or not. But I appreciate that Bison has found an occasion here to wear this. It tells us something about the man at the top of the Shadaloo organization. He's very private. There's no one else at the apex of the Shadaloo pyramid. It's just Bison. It's a lonely existence. And I think having achieved a lot of his goals, it can feel a little bit empty. Once again, see the cover, right? That look on his face. The result is, in public life, Bison, a very forceful figure, clearly good at delegating. We're going to see. Um, I have questions about his org chart. I have questions about the choices he made in setting up the organization, but he's not trying to do everything himself, right? So that's a, that's a positive. Whenever you see him interacting with others, it's going to be big, intimidating smiles. It's going to be big, like, I am displeased with you. I'm going to force choke you kind of frowns. But by himself, I think he's doing little things to keep his life interesting. He's playing a little game with himself. Hey, when I go out to crush the dissidents today, I'm going to try to incorporate one insult starting with every letter of the alphabet, starting with abject dog, maybe wrapping up with zoons, what fools, just to like brighten my attitude while I'm having a very busy day at the office, crushing dissent. And this cape is part of that. This cape is what shows us that the fact that Bison has a fancy cape, a dress cape, it's not part of a uniform, not a real uniform. So it's not like it shows rank or anything like that. It's just, this is a little detail to make Bison feel like he looks good. He's expressing himself that little extra bit with the interior lining of the cape. And I think it's a charming look at a little bit of self-care by a man who, you know, frankly, give this poor guy a break. He's steeped in blood. And who are we to say he shouldn't have some nice things? What else is he going to do with the blood money? I ask you. Anyway, that's enough about Bison the man. This was a nice little glimpse, but we've got a long way to go up the whole pyramid of Shadaloo before we have a full understanding of who Bison is and how we can take him down. Join me next time as our introduction to the organization of Shadaloo begins in Chapter 2, Heart of Darkness, on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>